Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, we have a lot of very creative guesses that are coming in. Uh, we'll play the sound again here for you in just a second if you missed it. We were talking about the story uh, about this doorbell camera that caught this terrifying noise blaring in the dead of night. Where did this happen? Do you know where this was? Uh, I you know, I don't think it said. I, I thought it was just a TikTok video that, uh, that that showed up of this woman running away from this horrifying noise. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like it could be just anywhere. Okay, so we can play this for you, and then we'll, we'll talk about some of your guesses, and we'll tell you what it really was. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, somebody guessed that's a zombie. N- no. Uh, somebody said it sounds like Red Fox screaming. No, that's you big dummy. Uh, somebody said power steering belt. That actually, uh, yeah, the, the old belts on cars, uh, the old V belts, when they would get loose, they would make a sound that's very close to that. You're right. A uh, couple of people mentioned bobcats, lions, uh-huh. uh, a deer. Uh, Bobcat in heat. Bobcat came up a bunch, but no, it's none of those things. In fact, it's nothing alive, believe it or not, even though it sounds for all the world like something or someone screaming. One of you did get it right on the text line. Oh, did what they? It I, actually I missed is. it. Yeah. Yep. If you scroll down a little bit, somebody did actually get it. Oh, there it is. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, I have good news for that texter, by the way, <laughs> because uh, yeah, they texted him what it was and then said, my hubby wants one. Stand by on that. It is, in fact, an Aztec death whistle. <laughs> of course it is. You mean everybody didn't know that? Come on. Um, so it dates back, let's see, uh, Mexico City is where this dates back to. Yep. Ancient gadget used by the civilization during sacrificial rituals some 700 years ago. And this somehow is what was playing in the middle of the night. Yeah, somebody just blew into one of these things and it makes that screaming sound. In fact, you can find, uh, there's videos on YouTube of people using them. There's one, in fact, if you just put YouTube, uh, if you just put Aztec death whistle in the YouTube search bar, the first result that comes up is a young woman sitting there and she's got four or five different ones that she blows into. And I'll tell you, the closer it gets 
to the to the actual camera, the more it sounds like a human scream. But in terms of the texter who said, my hubby wants one, I purposely held this back, Jamie, for right now. And I want you to look at our thread because I'm about to put something up that I believe will make you laugh. Is this the YouTube thing? No. Um. <laughs> oh, you're about. Okay. <laughs> Love me a good Amazon uh, Amazon deal. Yep. Real screaming Aztec death whistle. Loudest authentic human screaming at 125 plus decibels, loud, collectible, Aztec design in obsidian black. What's the self-defense part? I guess just to alert people, it's like a car alarm, you know, just to alert people, like, like a rape whistle. You know, if somebody is okay. attacking you, you blow into this thing and everybody's going to want to see what's going on. And, and it will probably be louder. At 125 decibels, that's going to be louder than your actual scream. They want me to buy three of these together. <laughs> they give you the frequently bought together part. Uh-huh. You know, uh, so here's the item that I actually have. Then they are saying people frequently buy together. I think you're lying. Another one that's got just a different kind of, it's got the same kind of face, but just kind of different kind of hair, yep. I guess. It's the third one that's like the jet black for the deal of 1999. That's a little scary. Yeah, it, that one just looks like a human skull. I mean, that's yeah. all it is. It, only it's got the little uh, mouthpiece up on the very top of it, on the crown of the skull that you blow into. And, I mean, the fact that you can get <laughs> one of these things for 20 bucks, and even the one th that I found, the one that's really kind of cool looking, uh, it's the human skull in the middle, and then it's got these kind of Aztec designs, like a headdress on um, on the sides of it. Thirty-five ninety-five. That's the expensive one. So you blow through the top of the head and it comes out the bottom. Yep. Is what we're realizing. Um, the one that you sent me, oh, doesn't arrive by Christmas. Oh. But the the far right one, the one that's the just the skull, that could be here tomorrow morning. <laughs> you can Free your, delivery and qualifying purchases over 25 bucks. You can get your very own Aztec death whistle. <laughs> just what you've always wanted. I think we call that a conversation piece. Uh, yes. You know? <laughs> That you that you have up in your house. I'm really I'm buying one of these. I want this on my shelf, maybe on the mantle. I'd have to talk to Jen. Maybe we can Say, just put it right exactly there. Exactly in your house exactly. is this going? <laughs> yeah, right. Where where's the proper place to display your Amazon death whistle? Does that go in the curio <laughs> cabinet? They get really good ratings. Like, what are these? Is it a four point seven? I mean, you can't find that kind of rating oh. on like stuff you need. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, and boy, with the one with the twenty dollar one, you can also get a three hundred and sixty degree view of it, so you can see all the way around. In fact, on the back, it has the oh, what's his name? Is that Olmec, um, the god with his tongue sticking out, the blah, 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 guy? Oh, is, yeah. Isn't that what that is? Is Olmec? Uh, uh -huh. but, but yeah, he's on the back of it, and then it's just the skull design on the front of it. And I love this. Somebody texted in, John, there's the name for your next music group. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from Cleveland, Ohio, welcome Aztec Death Whistle. I kind of like that. To give that. you an idea, it fits in about the palm of your hand. Okay. It's not as big as it looks. To, it, for me, it looks like the size of a human head. No, it, it fits It fits in the palm of your hand. So. And what would you use this for? I mean, aside from the self-defense applications, um, is this like, you know, call, you know, doing work on a house and you're calling the plasterers out to prayer or something like that? It's like, yeah, yeah, get the old Amazon death whistle. I mean, is there an animal that responds to this? <laughs> Could is, you use it for that? I don't like, want to see it. 
Could you train your dog to respond to this? Like, hey, you let your dog roam around the neighborhood and you train your dog. This is the sign to come back. Oh, you know what? Somebody guessed when we were still asking, what do you think this is? That it's a compressed gas cylinder pressure relief valve. You know, you've just given me the worst idea I think I've ever had, or maybe the best, which is to get a comp- uh, like an air compressor and hook it up to one of these things and just open the valve and let it go. I mean, just high pressure air going through this thing constantly just to see how long we could take that. Or until on Halloween, the- this is going to come back. Or until the police arrive. <laughs> what the hell is going on in here? Yes. All right. Feel free to, if you have ideas on how this can be used, 913-586-7798. And John can send you the link if you would like this off of Instagram, uh, or not Instagram, off of Amazon to be able to go find this. Uh, Speaking of Instagram, that's why I have Instagram in my head. Um, I need to whine about something for a moment. What's Um, the matter? So Jeopardy has finally made a decision about who is going to be the permanent host of that show. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like, I feel like Alex Trebek died 15 years ago. Yeah, I know that it's been that we've been we've been going back and forth between Mayim um, Bialik and Ken Jennings. I've made no secret of the fact that I don't particularly care for Ken Jennings, and and he has not grown on me either in the time that he has been switching off hosting this show. Mayim mm-hmm. Bialik posted this on Instagram on Friday night. As the holiday break begins in Hollywood, I have some Jeopardy news. Sony has informed me that I will no longer be hosting the syndicated version of Jeopardy. I'm incredibly honored to have been nominated for a primetime Emmy for hosting this year. Was Ken Jennings, I ask? Uh, And I am deeply grateful for the opportunity to have been a part of the Jeopardy family. Thank you to everyone who supported me, blah, blah, blah. She was fired. Sony decided to go with Ken Jennings. That has got to be... (laughs) at the same time, the most gracious and yet Mm -hmm. passive aggressive way (laughs) to to announce that, uh, yeah, that she'd been fired. Because when I first saw the announcement, Maya Bialik announces she won't be back hosting Jeopardy. It almost made it sound like it was her decision. It was absolutely not her decision. Sony has informed me. Uh Uh-huh. But Mm -hmm. but I love the fact that she said, by the way, I was nominated for an Emmy. By the guys, you know, uh, to the guys who just fired me. Uh, yeah, don't forget I was nominated to, for an Emmy for hosting your little show. <laughs> Way I'm to go, Maya. Ken go Jennings? Uh, I don't Ken think Jennings. so. Emmy Awards nominations and wins. Yes. Oh, was he really? He also was nominated. Outstanding host for a game show, 2023. He was nominated. I will say, I, I don't have the same disdain for him that you do. No. I will say at the very beginning when he first started hosting, it was rough. It was very rough. I think that he's grown into the role pretty well. Uh, he's not Alex Trebek, but nobody's Alex Trebek. And I, I do, um, I've, I've noticed, especially over the last couple of weeks, and when they did the uh, the tournament of the ones, that, they were bringing back people who had been on Jeopardy before but didn't do very well, or they did well but were still only like one you know, they, 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 they were beaten on their first show, but they were beaten by some amazing, you know, multi mm-hmm. uh, show winner. So they brought these second place people back and they had a kind of a mini tournament with them. And he was um, he was a lot looser. He was cutting up a little bit more and still in a very Jeopardy sort of highbrow kind of way. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't um, it didn't come off as forced. And I think at the beginning he did. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't think my mind is ever going to change about this. Oh, and I won't try. <laughs> yeah, it, it's that's not fine. even about like who is better than him or not, or yeah. if he's good at it or not. I just don't like him. Yeah. I don't. There's an air of snarkiness and air. Some this just this this unlikability about him that I just and she is likable to me. Maybe because I watched her on Blossom. Maybe because I I follow her on TikTok and like I just don't like him. But that's fine. Yeah, I, you know I've said the same thing before about Meryl Streep, and uh, and it's not that I don't think she's a good actress. I know she's a fantastic actress. I just can't take her. I don't know what it is. She puts me off. And it's totally about me. It's not <laughs> about her. You know, the world loves, you know, absolutely loves her. And, and every movie she's in, you know, does blockbuster business and all of that stuff. I, for some reason, I just can't stomach her. And I, so I get it. I get what you're saying about it. And I can even, even though he doesn't affect me that way, I can see why you would feel that way about Ken Jennings. And listen, Maya Bialik will go on and do a ton of other things. He would not have. I mean, she's got a big career as an actress. She's a neuroscientist. I mean, she's she's got a pretty good thing going on TikTok talking about mental health. She's got a podcast. I mean, she'll she she will do other things. This was all he was gonna have. Yep. He wouldn't have gone on to host a different show. He's not a game show host. He is Jeopardy host. Yes. Um, is is he involved in that thing that's kind of like Jeopardy? Is it the Beast? Is, is he, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember if it's I don't him. Because I know a couple of the other ones. James the Chase, Holtz, right? Uh, the Chase, that's right. Uh, James Holtzauer is involved in that one. Is Ken Jennings on that too? That I don't know. Because I've only I just seen know the name of the show and okay. I know the big guy that you're talking about. Yeah, because I've seen clips of it, but I haven't you really paid that much attention but then again it's it's kind of a jeopardy spin-off almost you know it's just in a, mm -hmm. a little bit of a different fashion but it's still a trivia show you're right i mean my Bialik's gonna be fine she yeah she, she's got a big career ahead still she's very likable she's she's a good actress this is interesting yeah. somebody on the text line pointed out that ken jennings crossed the picket line to host this year while the while the sag oh. after strike and the writer strike was going on while my Bialik didn't I don't know that that has Jerk. anything. Yeah, really. I don't know that that has anything to do with uh, with why she was fired. It may very well have, even though that's mm -hmm. illegal. But uh, yeah, that that's an interesting point, and that actually tarnishes Ken Jennings in my eyes a little bit. So me too, me too. Nonetheless, it's his show now. We'll see at what point he um, kind of takes it and makes it his own a little more now that he can, and and how much he'll be able to. Yeah. Or people will get mad that he's offending Alex Trebek. Right. <laughs> yes. Desecrating the memory, as it were. Text line yeah. says, yes, Ken Jennings is also on the chase. Okay. So I don't need to watch that either, is what you're saying. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> There's a show I can skip. <laughs> Obviously, um, neither one of us has been watching up till no, now, so. No, not at all. Uh, okay, we'll switch gears here coming up, and I just made a funny without planning to. Uh, should the stick shift return? Uh, there's an argument being made for why it should come back and become a little more popular. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Newser.com brought us this next story here, uh, showing some of the differences between the U.S. and other countries, particularly the U.K., when it comes to pedestrian deaths and percentage of times that were on their phone. And they came to a conclusion that might help with both. Yeah, 
bring back the stick shift because they made the case that you simply can't. I mean, if you're using your left hand to steer and your right hand to shift gears, what are you going to hold the phone with? So if it takes people's eyes back off the phone and puts them back on the road, I am 100% in favor of this. Um, John, what led to um, the decrease in popularity of the manual transmission in the U.S.? Money. Because it's really popular still overseas. Yeah, it's effectively money. Um, it, when it became as cheap to build a an automatic transmission as it is to build a stick... That marked the death of the stick. The only people you will see that are still driving cars with stick shifts or buying. No, I shouldn't say driving. There's a lot of stick shifts still out there on the road. I have two of them. But uh, for, you know, for people who will buy a new car with a stick, it's either sports cars. Actually, that's most of it is yeah, you, you'll find that, um, you know, with like the supercars, that those guys still want to have a stick shift because they want to have that kind of control. But with the automatics, especially now, I mean, for the longest time, all you could get in an automatic was a three-speed. That was it forever. You get a two-speed or a three-speed. Now, you know, you've either got constantly variable transmissions that don't shift gears so much from one to the next mm-hmm. that are automatic, or you've got these eight-speed and nine-speed transmissions out there. So you don't really lose that much performance, and it doesn't save you any money. Here's a couple things they found. Um, 75% of cars in Europe are manual transmission versus nearly all U.S. cars are automatics. Um, where was the stat in here about the percentage of, uh, now I can't find it now, about the percent. But we are on our phones while we drive Oh, three times as much yep. as those in the U.K. So they're drawing the correlation between that, that, that in the U.K. they need, now keep in mind they drive on the left, in the UK, so the stick is on the left side. Ra- yeah, it's a, um, the stick would be their left. Stick hand, would be on their left, and they're right. using the right hand to drive. So, in theory, you could still use your right hand if you were right-handed to text and drive because your left is going to be used. We got to steer on the stick, huh? You got to steer. Knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're Americans. Whatever. We'll find a way. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, um, uh, uh, yeah. No, you've got a point. Uh, and, and some people I mean, still will. But it does make it a lot more difficult. Um, and, and the other thing is European cars, too, especially British cars, tend to be a lot smaller. Uh-huh. And a stick shift, uh, a stick transmission takes up about a third of the space as compared to an automatic. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, in my experience, if you rent a car overseas, it is significantly cheaper to met, to rent a manual transmission than to rent an automatic. And I'm laughing because I just drove on the left for 17 days when I was in New Zealand. Talk about never being on my phone less than <laughs> when I was driving on the left because I am right handed and like 90 percent of Americans are right handed. So it, it was a it was an automatic transmission, but it's not just that the the gear shift is in the middle and on the left. It's that all of your controls, the radio, everything, I had to use my left hand. I couldn't do it. It was just the hardest thing to try to get my left hand to do everything. Yeah. There was no way I was going to be on my phone with my right hand when it's against the window. It was just so 
I was never on my phone. Yeah, and see, I I, I would love that because I'm a lefty. So it would be well, physically, it would probably be a lot easier for me to do it that way. I've never, not since I was 13. And we were in the Bahamas. Have I had the opportunity to drive on the left? And that was only because my sister almost got us killed. <laughs> the second time she almost ran us into a truck, I was like, that's it. I'm driving. So we were just on a little moped. But still, it was, you know, I would love to have that experience just to know if it's more comfortable for a lefty to do that. Because the mm-hmm. pattern, if I remember right, is the same. It is. So yep. when in an American car, you're driving on the left-hand side of the car and first gear is close to you. It's like right next mm-hmm. to you. Where in a British car, you're driving on the other side, but the first gear is in the same place, so it's farther away from you. You start yeah. all the way to the left. Yep. They keep it in the same place. They just move it to basically everything in the middle. This is maybe the best way to lay it. Everything stays the same. Yeah. You just move to the other side. The steering like, wheel is the only thing. Yeah, the instrument panel right. and the steering wheel is the only thing that moves. The pedals stay in the same place. You're still. Oh, that's weird. You're you're still hitting the gas with the right. Can you imagine that? <laughs> if you <laughs> no. Can you imagine what would happen if you're used to driving on the right side and you go to Ireland where they also drive on the left, and now suddenly you have to hit the gas with your my left foot wouldn't even know how to do it. Yeah. Like my my left foot wouldn't know what kind of pressure to do. Oh yeah, yeah well that's funny because uh, I've actually had that happen a couple of times where you know if I get my shoe stuck or whatever you know on the mm-hmm. gas pedal where I'll have to use my left foot to brake and almost every time I slam the brakes on like you know like I'm about to die uh-huh. <laughs> even though I don't mean to it's just, it feels the same and then the car's like <laughs> yeah try hitting the brake with your with your other foot sometime and see how that goes it's not good it's so weird let's go to the phones uh, yeah. we got Jacob and Platt, Platt City was waiting to get in hey Jacob. Oh, yep, I'm a manual guy. I make no secrets about that. Um, and I also think that's why the truck drivers today suck. <laughs> because because they're in they're, they're driving automatics? Yep. Um, it's just bred a lazier breed of truck drivers. Um I've I've always been manual and I I, I think the day that I'm forced to ultimately drive an automatic will probably be the day I get out of trucking. I just won't do it. I don't like them. They I do a lot of off-roading, off-road stuff in my in my uh, big truck, and they, you get you get that much weight off-road, and they just they don't respond well, not like a manual does. Um, and uh, and it, it's even gotten to the point where like uh, Mack trucks, they they manufacture their own engines, transmissions, rear ends, the whole truck mm-hmm. in house, and they quit manufacturing their own manual transmission so if you order a mac truck and you want a manual you have to order like eating or something so you can't even they they got out of making them yeah because it's just it's it's more expensive for them to have both options on the assembly line than it is for mm-hmm. them to just make automatics and they know people will buy them but but yeah so i'll i'll hold on to this thing and as long as i can <laughs> do it to it man thanks jacob mm-hmm. have a good one um yeah i'm glad i learned how because it's just a good skill to have and you never forget. Yeah. My dad would not let me get a license until I knew how to drive his 1985 Mustang GT. That was that was hard. Sitting on phone books with something behind my back cuz I couldn't I couldn't reach everything at the age of 16. Um but I'm glad I learned. Real quick, um we got to get to a break. Somebody just asked, we can look this up. Isn't a manual transmission now an endorsement on your driver's license? I don't Never heard that. I not that I know of. Um I I can 
You know what? I'll look. I'll, I've yeah, got my we'll list. Yeah, we'll check it and we'll do some more talking in a little bit. Yeah, uh, give us a call. 913-586-7798. Back here in just a few on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So apparently if we were to have more manual transmission vehicles, we would have less of a problem with people being on their phones because they would need their right hand since 90% of us are right-handed. They would need their right hand to, to drive, to use that gear shift. Somebody asked us before the break if, um, if the ability to drive a manual transmission is an endorsement on your license. And I think we learned it's actually the opposite. Yeah, it's uh, unless you're talking about a CDL, a commercial license. If it's a commercial license, so we've been told on the text line uh, where you're going to be driving big trucks, then if you take your driver's test in one that has an automatic transmission, you automatically are restricted from driving a stick. You have to to take the test in a stick to prove that you can drive one. But for just you and me, for a regular Kansas driver's license or a regular Missouri driver's license, no. Um, It it doesn't matter. They don't even ask. Okay, so did we learn that it's... If you can't drive a stick, yeah, it's there is what they'll do is if, uh, for example, you don't have the use of your right arm or your left foot so that you can't run a clutch, then uh, they will note that on your license that you're not allowed to drive a stick. Okay, we got to come back to that here in a second. If you have thoughts here, we'll go to the phones and uh, sort this one out a little bit. Let's go to Alan in Kansas City up next. Hello, Alan. Hello there. Good morning. Morning. Hey, I was just I was calling in about the uh, the the commercial driver's license. I know in Kansas, yes, if you don't have a manual endorsement, you're stuck with the auto shift setup. And uh, there was one other thing I was going to mention about earlier. You talked about uh, when they was doing away with it. Part of the reason they did away with a lot of it is the EPA uh, pushed away a lot of the five-speed, four-speed transmissions because there was enough emissions overlap on the shift that the manufacturers had such a hard time cleaning them up. Oh no, kidding! I, I had yeah. not heard that. Yeah, that was that was part of it. I was I was a mechanic for 27 years and I had to deal with a lot of that. But uh, but I'm driving a truck now and and I've I've reached the age where I'm just about ready to retire and I got one of the full automatic Allison transmission this year and 
can say what you like about the manual shiftings, but these are so much fun for an old guy. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. I love them. And it's funny. Uh, my Saab has an old Ford engine in it. And uh, yeah. on the, uh, what they did on the carburetor on that to combat the problem that you just talked about was that there's this tower that's like a vacuum tower uh, on yeah. next to the carb so that when you come off the gas, when you shift, it doesn't dump raw gas out the tailpipe. Uh, it just kind yeah. of it just sort of winds the revs down. So, I mean, that was back right. in <clears throat> pardon me, that was back in 1973. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess they just couldn't then. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Alan. You you taught right, me something you. new today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Alan. Okay. How do they know if you can't drive a stick if it's not a part of your driver's test? I guess they would ask if if it's obvious that I mean if you don't have a right arm. <clears throat> Uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, then they're probably going to say, yeah, you can't really run a stick shift, can you? Uh, or something along those lines. I um, had a friend, in fact, my boss, when I was in Tampa, she has cerebral palsy and doesn't have the use of one arm and, and one of her legs doesn't work terribly well. So mm-hmm. she had to have a special setup in her car so mm-hmm. that she could run the gas and the brake with her left foot. Yeah, most people, if you can't drive a stick... That is painfully obvious. Yep. Like, if you really have no idea how to drive a stick shift, you don't need something on your driver's license to tell you that. Most people aren't going to be able to. Most people have to be taught at least a little bit about how it all works. Some people catch on really quickly. But if you don't know how to drive a stick, yeah, I mean, you're going you're gonna to kill it the second you try to move that car. We've all done it. Yeah, and, and the one thing that that I was never able to understand is that uh, the other thing about my car, my, my little one, my little Saab, is that uh, it does something that most stick shifts don't do, and it's it's actually illegal, so don't tell anybody. Um, but it, it what it does is uh, instead of, like in, in a regular stick shift, when you take your foot off the gas, it engine brakes. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the clutch stays engaged and the engine slows your car down. Mine doesn't. It's it's like riding a 10-speed. When you're riding a bike and you stop pedaling and it just keeps going, uh-huh. that's what my car does. And, and because of that, you can shift without using the clutch. Oh, it's okay. It's great. But Got it. the American government decided a long time ago, no, 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 you can't have those in the United States. So <laughs> my car's technically against the law. <laughs> Got it. Oops. All right. Uh, thanks to everybody for getting in here. Um, switching gears, Huffington Post had this story, and there's one in particular I want to talk about on this list. This was uh, because we're in the last week of holiday shopping here. Again, Christmas is a week from today. The rudest things that you can do while shopping. 913-586-7798. I actually went to Oak Park Mall this weekend for the first time. Why? Maybe since <laughs> last Christmas. Oh, I had to go to Target. That was bad enough. Um, I had to, I bought a bunch of stuff for this trip that I ended up not needing. I bought a bunch of winter gear and it wasn't cold enough to need it. And so I returned it. So I had to return it to JCPenney and in returning things like that, it's easier to just do that in person. And I had to get a white elephant gift. I'm like, well, I'll just kind of wander and and get some steps in and walk around the mall. And then I got out of there as fast as I possibly could. Um, but they've got a list here of the rudest things that you can do while shopping. And some of you are going to say, you know, go to the store in the first place. Um, but I want to talk about one in particular on here that makes me crazy. Um, and there's a ton, there's a ton on this list. Oh my God. Um, but the one I want to talk about is the people that will, uh, try clothes on, like take them to the dressing room and try them on and then just leave them there. Oh, 
yeah. makes me insane. I know people who who are who get really crazy about people that don't put their carts back in in a like a parking lot, like a grocery store parking lot. Yeah. To me, that's the equivalent of that. There's a rack there. You almost for every dressing room, there's a rack where you take your clothes that you didn't want and you hang them up on that rack. You don't even have to put them away. You don't have to take them back to where you, no, you just, just put them on that rack. Up. Yeah. The number of people, I don't know if men do this, obviously, but the number of women that will just leave them all sitting on the little um, bench there in the dressing room, not even hanging them up, just leaving them on the bench, and they can't be bothered to put them on the hanger and put them on that rack directly outside the dressing room door uh-huh. makes me want to lose my mind. Yeah, there's there's a place that we go to frequently because it's really cheap for, for clothes. Um, it's right off of 35 and I think like 87th. Uh, it's called half of half and it's just all kinds of, you know, discount clothing stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm cheap and I don't care what my clothes look like. So, <laughs> so we go there a lot and they have all the dressing rooms lined up on one wall and right outside them that the entire length of it, they have racks set up with signs that say, mm-hmm. put, if you don't want to buy it, put, you know, put your clothes back here. And as you walk out of the dressing room, it's the first thing you see. It's right in front of your face. And people still leave the stuff sitting on the bench. Drives me nuts. People are lazy. Yeah. Don't. It doesn't take that much to hang the stupid thing back on the hanger and put it on that rack. Because what happens in, you're, you're next in that dressing room. Well, you don't want to be in the dressing room that's got all the clothes laying in it. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's just a mess. You just don't want to try on clothes there. And trying on clothes isn't fun to begin with. And then you're starting with that. Yeah, especially now when everything's packed and you're likely right. to only have one dressing room option or maybe have to wait for one. And then somebody comes walking out of there and you see him not carrying anything and you're going, oh, man, now I'm going to have to clean up your mess so that I can just get in there and try my stuff on. There are a lot of other things on this list that we can certainly get into, but you're already coming in with stuff on the text line and on the phone. So we'll go to you first. Let's do that with Ryan in Kansas City. Hello, Ryan. Hey, um, so. I had an interesting opinion about the the carts in the parking lot one yeah. time. I was like, why would anybody ever do something like that? And then, uh, and then one time I took my two-year-old son with me out shopping, and I got a crappy parking spot, and I was like, this is super inconvenient to have to get my, like, take my cart back, and my son is... Uh, can't just leave my son in the car. So, so, um, I, I understand how people can think to do that. I don't do that because I just, I pick him up and take him good with me, but uh, I understand why some people would do that now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ryan, thanks. Uh, At least he, I mean, even seeing, his way clear to why people would do it still doesn't do it. I know that. I mean, and and like you said, anybody can be lazy. Heck, I'm lazy, yeah. but I'll put my cart yeah. back. Yeah, even at Aldi, um, I will strategically, I bring my own bags with me. Mm-hmm. What that means is that multiple times I've gone to Aldi without bags and had to buy their bags, and now I just keep them with me. But I have the really, really massive ones or like the Ikea bags so that I don't, I, I can just have them over my shoulder and not have to take the cart all the way out to my car and bring it all the way back because I am that lazy. That way I can just leave the cart there and then 
kind of balance the weight on either side as I walk out to the car. <laughs> do, you, do you ever, well, since you don't take carts out, uh, you probably don't, but I mean, sometimes you have to, like if you're doing grocery mm-hmm. shopping or whatever. Yeah. Do, if there's somebody, if you're finished unloading your cart, all your stuff's in the car, and you turn around and there's somebody walking by you on their way in, will you ask them if they want your cart? Always. Okay, Because it saves me the trip. Yep, exactly. They I can t- even have the quarter. <laughs> Keep the quarter, buddy. I do it too. Saving me the trip. Just fine. Go for it. Um, feel free to weigh in. A lot of the other stuff on this list has to do with like keeping your kids under control when you're out shopping, keep them, wrangle them. Don't just let them kind of run around all over the place. Uh It's amazing. The speed at which you will see children run through a department store. I didn't know legs could move that fast, (laughs) but they will absolutely just chase each other around a JC Penney. That and another one that they talk about in here is just be nice nobody's yeah. having a good time okay it's especially now it's christmas time everything's packed it's hot in there it, nobody's having fun but that's not a license for you to be a jerk to the people who work there yes yeah boy i feel like that's the fact that we even have to say that i know kind of ridiculous um all right we can go to uh sue and gardner up next hi sue hi i was going to talk about um in a fast food which i work uh, cleaning up after people who maybe spilled something on the floor. You don't. They don't tell you that it's there. They leave half the food on the table. Um, just you know, napkins all over the floor. You're wondering, do they do this at home, or <laughs> you know, what in the world? How much food do you have in your mouth? Yeah, if it's on the floor, oh. they don't care. And the nicer you are to them, I have found, the harder they, the more crap they leave on the table. So is the moral of that story be be rude to all of the customers? <laughs> I am not. I, I know. The, I know you're I not. am the sweetest person there is. But, boy, I'll tell you, under my breath, I'm going, what in the world? Yeah. You know, could you just maybe just sweep up your pile of stuff and and uh, throw it away yourself or, you know, make it a little more convenient. But they don't. My, Most my, people my, do. Yeah, I know. When I, when I see that going on, my first thought is always, where's your mother? I know your mother wouldn't let you get away with that. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Sue. It's it's, it's sad. It is. Thank you. And I hope it gets better for you. I know it's a rough season, but. We're getting some defense on the text line of the not returning your cart. I want to be clear about one thing, especially if you go to Hy-Vee, which is where I seem to notice this the most. There is a cart corral. Yeah. Like every fifth parking spot it's crazy you're driving through the parking lot i think oh look open spot no it's a car corral and you see that every fifth so a lot of those corrals are out there i get it you don't want to leave your kid i understand we've talked about that with kids and hot cars and that kind of thing and you don't want to then park next to one of those this is a parking decision if you don't want to walk your cart back park next to one of those corrals yeah i i never pay attention to it so i always Mm -hmm. end up walking because i'm lucky like that i usually get the space right up front Mm -hmm. but if you get the space right up front you're farther away from the cart corral but then you know it's not that far feel free to get in uh, on the conversation here we'll be back to wrap it up next on kmbz so colin just learned the term cart corral which is the place in the parking lot where all the carts go. It's where you put your carts so that you don't have to walk them back up to the front of the store. What did you call it before, Colin? The place where the carts go. Oh, okay. In the parking lot. <laughs> I just know, I didn't know there was a term for it. Yep.
<laughs> so it was on the list of the things that uh, the worst things that shoppers do is not return your cart. I said also another one is trying stuff on in a dressing room and then not putting it on the rack. The equivalent of the cart corral in a in a clothing store is to hang the clothing back on the there's just a little rack right there outside the dressing room. Yeah, I mine that I would add and we'll go back to the phones here in just a second. Uh, and by the way, I love the text that just came in that said you are an anti-social <laughs> society destroying monster who probably eats children if you don't put your cart back in the corral. And I have two young kids. Mine always goes back into the corral. Well done and thank you. Wow. Uh, get off the fence though. Tell us how you really feel about it. <laughs> so, yeah, the the only thing that I would add is when it comes to being out anywhere, especially if you're shopping, recognize, please, that you take up space in the world and just try to let other people buy. I was uh, I was going in. We ordered from uh, from Big Biscuit, oddly enough, on, on Saturday and went in to get it. Uh, you know, we just ordered, you know, for takeout and walked in to get it or tried to, and there were about seven people who were all congregated there right in front of the of the door to get into the place. Mm-hmm. And they're all just talking like, oh, yeah, where do you th- want to go after this? I don't know. Should we go shopping? Which store do you want to go to? And I'm going, <laughs> I, can you guys figure this out five feet that way? Please. <laughs> Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah. It's I, I'm also a big believer in the mall of traffic goes like car traffic should go. Yes. You know what I mean? Right and left. You guys know what I mean. Like, don't go with the flow of traffic at the mall. <laughs> yeah. Or it, any store. Well, you know, the, it, that, that front row at Target where all the little kiosks are. If you're uh-huh. going toward that wall, be on the right. <laughs> always, always be on the right. No matter which way you're headed. If you're on the right, then, yeah, everybody can move at the same pace. We're getting people riled up now. <laughs> Teal is in Kansas City up next. Hello, Teal. Hey. What's on your mind? I believe I'm one of those people who does park by the corrals just because I don't want to walk it back. Yep. But my biggest pet peeve is that people see that these car corrals are full on one side instead of putting the carts on the other side. They just kind of let them hang around and <laughs> roll around and bump into my car. Yes. It's like, I got it close to the corral. Isn't that good enough? No, it isn't. No. Thank you. Thanks, Teal. (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't have thought of that one, but yeah, she's right. How many times? And it's like, so you walked 20 feet to get over to the cart corral and then just left your cart next to it. Be better at parking is what I say. Oh, yes. Which is coming in the text line as well. Park next to a, if you're lazy, park next to one of those then. Yeah, like she said, that's what she does when she enters the parking lot. She goes, mm-hmm. and it's like, where's the cart corral? Park right next to it. Pat, yeah. uh, Pat in the Northland is up next. Hi, Pat. Oh, hi there. Um, just a quick thought on the dressing room thing. There are some places who want you to leave them in the dressing room. However, they need to be on hangers, which I do. If I need to bring them out, I hang them up outside. I I'm with you. I don't like them all over the bench. But yeah. on the cart corral, I want to give you an example. One time when I left, when I started to leave it somewhere, it didn't belong. I it was before I had my knee replacement, and I I couldn't find a closer parking spot, and I could barely walk to my car, leave alone walk clear over to the cart corral, and so I kind of pushed up out of the way as close to the curb as I could and 
someone, some lady walking through the parking lot said, how dare you leave your cart like that? Do you, oh, she went off on me. <laughs> she had, she had, I, I went ahead and put the cart where it belonged, but she had no idea what, what my situation was. Yeah. And I thought she had really, she was not an understanding person. But to your point that you made earlier, I park by a cart corral now. There you go. If I have to walk into the store a little distance, I park by a cart corral. Love it. Pat, thank you. Thanks very much. Well it was a good way to end the hour. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, do you get the feeling that some people park and then don't look at their car after they've <laughs> parked and they just walk into the store and they really should kind of turn around and look? Feel free to keep venting, people. <laughs> uh, coming up in the next hour, still Christmas shopping. Might have a problem getting a hold of an Apple Watch. And I have a question about Spencer's gift shop that we'll get to in the next hour as well, coming up on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.